Well, hello and welcome back to Quad Cities Anglican Radio. This is one of your hosts, Father Tom Janikowski. And this week, Father Don and I are going to be taking a little time off, preparing for Thanksgiving with our families and friends. And we're going to be running for you a rerun from November of 2016. This is on, it's actually the second half of Immersion in Culture or in Christ. I think you'll enjoy it. If you were not a subscriber back then, this will be brand new for you. If you were a subscriber back then, well, you get to hear it again. And don't forget, if, if you want to find something else, go to our archive on qcaradio.com, and you can find a whole bunch of stuff to keep you busy throughout the Thanksgiving week. We'll be back with you next week. We'll be doing the fourth ecumenical council. So please tune in next week, Wednesday, and we'll have new material for you. In the meantime, may you and your family have a blessed Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you real soon. Hey, Padre. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. All right. It's a beautiful day out there. It's a gorgeous day. Another gorgeous day Another, in the fall. It doesn't even feel like, like fall anymore. Is it going to get cold you, this year? At some point, I think. Um, you know, some things get cold. People's hearts get cold, don't they? Amen. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we're going to carry on our conversation today about uh, nothing less than... Immersion. immersion. Yeah. But, but of course, not in pudding. Not in, no. We're not talking about pudding. No, not in pudding. <laughs> not at all. And uh, if you want some pudding, go get yourself a big bowl of pudding right now and then chocolate. come back, chocolate, chocolate and come back, yeah. settle down for this episode of Quad Cities Anglican Radio. <laughs> all right, well. Welcome back once again. <laughs> I, we hope you went and got your uh, got your bowl of chocolate pudding. That's right. You can sit down. Oh man. Well, hey, we want to thank you all for joining and tuning us tuning in once again to Quad Cities Anglican Radio, and uh, thank you for downloading, listening, subscribing. We are your hosts, Father Don Sackett and Father Tom Janikowski. And uh, hey, you know we've. Um, we're all over the place, <laughs> someone, some would say. Um, we want to do a little housekeeping here. We are going to be talking about uh, finishing up our discussion of immersion uh, this week, particularly immersion in the life of Christ. But uh, we want to remind you that you can find us. Uh, we don't know how you got to wherever you're listening to us on. That's not really a sentence. But uh, remember, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, CastBox. I think you listen to us through a, a tin can and a piece of string, probably, if it's in the right place. That's right. We're all over the web. Um, and uh, just however you get to us, please please do share. And if, you, if you've only listened to this, to this particular podcast, we want to remind you that you can come to uh, qcaradio.com. That's our website. And uh, listen to all sorts of things. And we're on Facebook, too. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And all of those places can be accessed through our main website. That's right. Well, Padre, we, hey, we have also we have some shout-outs, or a shout-out this week. Okay. Uh, Mr. Joe Sales from London, Ontario, one of our fine Roman Catholic brethren. Amen. And uh, I noticed you, you can all go and look at joesales.wordpress.com. Mr. Sales is, like me, a devotee of the, uh, you might say, the extraordinary form, the okay. Latin Mass. Amen. Uh, you know, I'm one of those strange Latin Mass Anglicans, but you're looking at me funny, Padre. <laughs> not, not at all. I'm, you, I'm, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm down with it, bro. You're down. We are down with it. <laughs> so, Mr. Sales, thanks for listening, and thanks for uh, for uh, sharing our, our, our link on your site as well. Um, I think that covers all of our... All of our um, Housekeeping? 
Amen. All right. Well, hey, Padre, before we begin our discussion today, would you like to lead us in prayer, please? Yes, sir. All right. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who hath made heaven and earth. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Let us pray. O God, who in the heart of thy blessed virgin, St. Gertrude, didst prepare a mansion acceptable unto thyself, we beseech thee by her merits and intercession mercifully to cleanse our hearts from all defilements and to vouchsafe unto us to rejoice in her perpetual fellowship in heaven through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. That's a really fitting collect. Amen. Wow. We uh, ran don't close that. it. Don't close it. Yes. Yeah. Cleanse our hearts from all defilement, huh? Yes. Yes. Wow. I just wanted to. Yeah. Is, is that? Did I get that right? The way you prayed? Yes. Cleanse our hearts from all defilement. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, uh, last week we spoke on the, the the topic of immersion, and I think that uh, we 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 happened upon that topic simply because we look at the impact of what social media can have and how in many ways unwittingly we can become somewhat enslaved to social media Um, and and it's something that, that that we need to guard against because you know god did not create humanity uh to live on a 24 hour news cycle Uh, to to perpetually be addicted to social media, and and all these different things, and to be, but but the idea is perpetual distraction, right? The damage the the, the and the, the damage to our culture, of course, is manifold simply because of the fact that we see an incredible rise in pornography within our nation, but not only among our adults, that is the el- elderly men and women. But uh, uh, our teens as well, and they get sucked into things that they know nothing about, and they don't know how to extract themselves from this. They they need help because, you know, they can get they can they it, it can take them down this rabbit hole, sure, and it's very sure. important for us to to understand. And we uh, when we when we ended off talking about this last week, we had several important articles that we were looking at. Uh, one from uh, pediatrics. Um, oh, the uh, the O'Keefe. Right, the medical. Pearson. Yeah, and and then also from Medical News Today. Now, Good both article. of these both of these articles, of course, are academic, uh, with uh, sources and so forth. Solid, uh, solid uh, ideas. Uh, and then we have another we have another uh, um, uh, article from uh, a scholarly uh, source that talks about ten ways. Uh, social media affects our mental health. In it, I think what we're going to try to do, for those of you who are listening, we uh, we ended with, uh, as Father Don said, uh, uh, diving, dipping, just dipping into social media. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then uh, some of the other things that are that are dangerous of immersion in culture. But then really wrap up today with the positive end. What what one should be as a Christian, and we believe all the world should be immersed in, which is. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Yeah. Can we look first at the O'Keefe article? I um, Yes, that's indeed. Okay. Sure. And last week, if you were with us, um, I said that the, the article highlighted um, three main risks, cyberbullying and, cyber and online harassment. The second one was sexting, which uh, we and the, the, the upshot, uh, all the things that come out of that, and we kind of touched on that at some length. 
Facebook depression was another one. Right. The fact that people are actually starting to live their lives, um, not engage with one another in the real world, but kind of this virtual world, and they start to, to um, they, they gauge themselves, they gauge their own life against this kind of false life that's represented by their friends. Right. Uh, someone once said, you know, you only put up the pictures of your... Um, uh, of your vacation to Aruba and and, <laughs> and, right. and the trophies that your kids won uh, in, in soccer or whatever. You, no one puts up pictures of you know when their dog was pooing all over the house and and, and or when they had an argument, with, had their an spouse, argument so, with their spouse yeah. or you know all the the bad things that happen in life and life is a care. Oh, father is dropping his chocolate pudding all over the place. <laughs> I almost got it on my Ravens jersey. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Man, careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but but and that's a, that's the sort of thing you never put on <laughs> social media. You, know, you got chocolate pudding down the front of your Ravens well, jersey. Sh- we don't want to. Well, we don't want to talk, talk about, about this. that. <laughs> well, and then the other two that I said they just touched on, and we I thought were just as important, but they didn't actually dive into. One was internet addiction, right, and sleep deprivation. That right. are. It becomes actually not just this kind of uh, emotional and psychological drain on the human being, but also becomes a physical. It, it changes the, the person who gets wrapped up in this. That's right. As much as something like pornography or, uh, or, or, or like online gambling or take your pick of all those sorts of things, just the fact of being addicted to machines you know, and to constant connectivity, uh, so much so that it's, it's, it's disrupting your sleep. Right. Wow. That's huge. That's amazing. That is. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we, we talk about the fact that uh, there is a uh, scale called oh, yeah. the Berg, maybe it's Bergy. Bring that up. Facebook That's... addiction scale, uh, and and within this, studies show that sixty three percent of Americans log on to Facebook daily, wow. and forty percent log on multiple times each day. And people use the site for a myriad of reasons. However, it usually serves on some level the same basic purposes, distraction and boredom relief. Likes and comments are positive reinforcement for posting information, making it difficult for a person to stop. Researchers have found this so common that they created a scale to measure this addiction. How many, uh, what are the different uh, points in there? How do they uh, How do they work this out, the Bergy scale, can you? You know, I, I, I haven't looked the Bergy scale up specifically. Now, there's more on it in, in some of these other, uh, um, okay. uh, you know, for example, I think Medical News Today speaks uh, specifically that uh, it says that on the surface, Facebook provides an invaluable resource for fulfilling the basic human need of social connection. Um, but rather than enhance well-being, we found that Facebook use predicts the opposite result. It undermines it. Sure. Um, and so there's there's uh, there's all kinds of, of information here, in terms of uh, the the social media addiction. This particular article in, in Medical News Today speaks of this same study that this other academic, uh, fo- using the exact same statistics, sixty three percent of Americans, and and forty percent of Americans in terms of multiple use right. logging on. Um, but the big thing that we find is that is that going to a place for distraction, what it ends up doing is is dis, is is undermining specifically the reason why we go there in the first place. Sure, sure. We we go there to connect with other people, and you know I love it because you know I'm on Facebook and okay. and I have 
I have found friends from my childhood. I, I'm, I'm a military brat. I grew up all over the world. And you're able to connect with, with folks from way back when. That's right. I mean, we, I, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a, a, a group that uh, um, I, I went to uh, grade school and part of my high school in Brindisi, American High School in, in San Vito, Italy. Wow. And and so um, there's a there's a, there, it's it's an exclusive club of kids who went along with me. Okay. And we're all you know we're all Facebook friends. You're all connected again. Uh, and and uh, so it's really nice to see pictures from that from that era back in the the, the late seventies early eighties, and um, um, be connected with that group, the food, and re- just reminisce about the Italian culture that we all expo- uh, 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 were exposed to. Sure. With the lens of being a military brat, at the same time, what happens is is that we're we're going on to connect. But after a while, you realize that nobody's posting anything new, and that oh yeah, why am I still with this group anyway? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's not just the recipes anymore. That's, yeah. that's right. And so it was novel at first, and I yeah. and I made some really really great connections. Well, you know, there's there are uh, there are myriad uh, ills that can crop up. Uh, because of well, not just internet addiction, but just internet overuse, um, y- you see things. Well, one addiction you see one being um, this kind of measuring one's worth off of others. The other is, frankly, um, uh, the sin of pride coming out very easily. And I've, Amen. you see this a lot. In fact, there's a there's a new term, a, a gym selfie. Oh, okay. People taking pictures, you know, and they'll always say people will go and take the picture of themselves in the gym working out and then immediately go out and have a burger or something. So they only spend enough time in the gym to take the selfie. You oh. see, I'm just kidding. Right. Um, that's kind of the joke. But, uh, I mean, just kind of um, the vanity that can be produced by because you see others doing things and suddenly uh, someone who is, is perhaps weak-willed wants to get out there and kind of show everybody I'm just as good as everybody else right. and I'm going to show myself doing great things and vanity can you know Satan will use any in that he can get that's right and it, it can be very dangerous for a young person well not just a young person anybody um, my gosh and that's and that's precisely what we're talking about here. When we when we're dealing with uh, when we're dealing with this, we're talking about um, um, anybody who is you know especially emotionally uh, struggling, right, um, or unable to be able to step back and recognize. Wait a second, this is sucking me in. And while it's real, you know, and while it can have some really good effects. The problem is, is that it can, it, it, as as I said, it, it can it can become overwhelming in your life and begin to smother you. Now I know that uh, in spurs specifically with teens that I've dealt with, sure. That I've what I've found and noticed is that is that all of a sudden their behavior begins to change, and you say, well, what's going on? Why is your behavior changing? Why why are you all of a sudden angry? And why are you right. putting people down? And a lot of times what I've found with specific teens is that mm-hmm. that can be linked to what's going on on social media with them. Whether it be, you know, and, and, then, and then so you can't just check Facebook. You have to check instant messaging. You have to check Snapchat. You have to, sure. you know, and all these other places. And what I've found typically is that, um, is that all of a sudden there's a bunch of things going on that in this world that is artificially – manipulating their behavior or their mood, none of it is real, 
Yet right, they're right. they're neck deep in it, and they don't know how to get out of it. Well, if you think about uh, social, and we don't want to just come down on social media, of course, because there's a whole culture out there as well that even if you're completely free of social media, you could find plenty of things in the world to take you away from Christ. Right. Believe it, it or it, not. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we just we just yeah. Go, the well, I was the election. Say, well, sure. Yeah, and, and yeah, you know, so I was just talking with somebody about that, and I, I see two things: the, the election's over. I would say let's you know just kind of let's move on and see what happens. You know, let's let's pray for our leaders, and and not just the presidential election, all elections. You know, we're we're beyond that. Let's let's pray. There are people who are still you know the the, the not my president movement. There are the people who are very angry, but then also I, there are folks who are gloating on the other side about many things and getting very there there, there there's there's un, uh, there's lack of charity on both sides in some people. Right. And n- neither is to be commended, frankly. Both are, are things we, sh- you know, uh, as I said, just get over it. Let's get on with life. Right. Bigger things to, to deal with right now. But yeah, don't gloat. Don't gloat in our um, in our. Don't be a don't be a bad. Don't be a sore loser and don't be a sore winner. Well, right. Um, and, w- and what you're pointing out there is that is there are people that have become so immersed within the within the po- political aspect sure. of it and so forth. You know, you, there's 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 a term for that. As well, you know, I mean, it, it's called existentialism. Oh well, you know, I mean, you're, you're, there's a, there's, a, it, and, and the idea is that it's, it's a form of humanism, and, and it just simply that, uh, in terms of trying to find a reason for existing, you know, I'm going to immerse myself within a political movement. And I'm people going have to do politics to become their religion. That's in a that sense. is correct. And and oh. and so when you begin to take that from them, or when their cause or whatever doesn't win. Right. Then, 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 not only are they devastated, but it, but it, it to them it says something about them personally. Right. And as much as we decry triumphalism in the church, you know, never to to say, well, he doesn't think exactly the way I do, and I'm right, therefore I must, you know, I must belittle him. That's that's a there is triumphalism in politics as well. Right. And you know, let's let's be charitable in all things. Um, what I was going to move back to and say, social media can work like an amplifier for all of these things. Yes. Because you see some people, and again, this came up in discussions last night uh, in church. People who on social media saw um, something. It, it, it was it was incorrect news. It was just somebody's opinion being given. It was the someone who was a, a supporter of somebody else. They saw it and took it as gospel that this is what how this candidate or how this newly elected official believed, and people run with the craziest things. So it amplify it can amplify error certainly. Yeah. Uh, the other thing it does we take these other things in culture that are so deadly, uh, as I said last week, two of them, uh, sex and consumerism, which which tie up neatly together in our culture today. You think about advertising, you think about what actually uh, grabs a young person's attention. You know, having the latest fashions, or and and having the respect, or having the adulation of, of the opposite sex, right? Uh, maybe not the opposite, and that's you know, another you know misunderstandings of human sexuality. That's right. Um, uh, social media can certainly amplify all of this and just make it worse. Right. So it, if we look at culture as well, look at those other aspects: sex and consumerism. So you know, think about how uh, you know. Sex, uh, the the gift of human sexuality that God's given to the human race, He's given sex, you know the, this procreative power for that reason, mm-hmm. procreation to be used within a uh, a marriage, a monogamous heterosexual marriage, one man, one woman, for life, 
And as Satan often does, he'll take something that's wonderful and good in God's creation and twist it, turn it on its ear, and, and allow people to be sucked Sucked right into it. it. It, it, you know, I mean, it's the, of course, in the church we call it the sacram- sacrament of marriage, sacrament and of course, matrimony. The, the, right. the, the sacrament uh, is performed specifically, you know, in the bedroom. You know, the well, the, the blessing, sure. the, the the blessing, of course, is given by the church for the consummation. Right. 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 But it's the consummation itself that makes a man and woman one flesh. Right. Right. And so, and so, in that sacrament. Um, it, it, it's you know here Satan uses it and perverts it uh, for for his own uh, nefarious purposes because people are trying to find meaning uh, from this or some sort of uh, fulfillment in right. their lives. Well, and, and take that idea of immersion once again. People will be immersed in these things. Uh, partly, like we said last week, it's like a fish in water doesn't know that the water's around them. Uh, the human breathing air, we're not consciously. You know, thinking about the air around us most of the time. That's right. Uh, this culture that's lifted up sex as this thing that's uh, no different than just going to the, the 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 corner burger shop and getting a burger. It's just a you know an animal function in a sense. Something you do like eating or sleeping, right? That's right. With anybody, um, it's uh, it's no longer even um, how do we say it? It's become part of the background noise. That's right. Deadly, deadly, deadly. Well, we're 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 seeing that um, not only it it. The insidious nature of it, okay, especially when it's amplified in a pornographic form, right. is that not only does it lower our, um, it has the effect of lowering our, our sensitivity to these things. It desensitizes our culture. It, desens- it desensitizes our teenagers uh, to, to these things. And they don't understand that the people that they might be watching, for instance, Right, uh, are enslaved, sure, in, in many sure. in many degrees, uh, whether or not they they submitted to this willfully to, in the beginning, or they were they were actually taken from another country, stolen with a bag over their head, given drugs to stupefy them, and then mm-hmm. put in a position right. uh, and filmed, uh, and 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 you know I mean. What they don't understand is that there is a deliberate thing that's going down, and this desensitizing not only does it desensitize us and break down our moral, uh, break down the, the, the moral guy, right? Yeah. But what happens is is that it, is that it titillates us, and so again we lose we lose the ability to begin to discern what is right sure, and what is sure. wrong. Yeah, uh, you know, and whether, right, it be, go yeah, ahead. whether it be in language. Right or or what what have you? Now you know, and then the third one, and we're getting a little, you know, probably want to move on to our, our last topic. But I would say our, our other part of culture, as I alluded to consumerism, this is one more way. Um, my gosh, we're we're coming to the season of Advent here, very fast upon us, and we're going to be preparing for this holy feast of the incarnation, which culture really has just turned into another reason to keep the stores open longer. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, yeah, and, right. and so many people have lost lost sight of why that is. Now, that's a topic for a discussion with Bishop Ackerman that we're actually looking forward to having fairly soon here. Amen. Yeah, so all stay tuned. We'll be having that discussion in the coming weeks uh, with Bishop Ackerman. But, um, yeah, my, uh, this consumerism, people people try to get the, 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 the latest, greatest thing, the bigger, better deal, the newest product, 
as much as people are trying to get, well, frankly, sex or anything else or or uh, affirmation on social media, all of these things are trying to fill a gap that people perceive in their lives. That's right. It says something about it themselves. If There's, I could have yeah. a 75-inch flat-screen TV rather than yeah. a 55-inch flat-screen TV. If you feel empty, you try to fill it. You may try to fill it with what? I mean, think of all the things we try to fill emptiness in our lives with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, chocolate pudding right at the, um, right at the back. What, what kind of the, the panacea... <laughs> Panacea. The problem is, is that uh, 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 will the heart? This is, uh, of course, a quote from uh, Fulton Sheen, oh, the eternal, Sheen. the eternal Galilean, who said that uh, the problem is uh, then is this: Will the heart seek its happiness in the pleasures of the world, or will it seek them in the kingship of Christ? Yeah, I would plead for the kingship of Christ by showing in the language of Thompson first how the pleasures of the world fail, and secondly how the kingship of Christ pleases. What kind of happiness is offered by the world? What solution does it give to the problem of joy? Happiness, says the world, is to be found in the pursuit of three things, humanism, sex, and science. Wow. Amen. You know, I, uh, gosh, all the pursuits of the world, the happiness is so fleeting, isn't it? Amen. You think about the Cubs winning the World Series. Have I already talked about this? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, there are people who, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it was great. I'm a baseball fan, but right, uh, right. I'm not a Cubs fan. Just get it out there. Neither, neither am I. Okay, okay. Neither am I. Um, but, you know, people who just absolutely rejoiced in that. And it, 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 there were some people you talked to that they th- you thought the world was coming to an end because, well, maybe it is with the Cubs winning. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I think I said it was something fortuitous about it, and I predicted a, a, a Donald Trump win to the presidency. That's the next thing, and then that. Jesus comes back the next week. <laughs> so right. we're, you know. we're very, very careful. <laughs> we uh, oh, man, anything can happen at this point. But but people were very into that. And, frankly, it's a little fleeting, isn't it? It's, it's in the past. I'm sure there's some diehard Cubs fans who are still basking in the glow of the World Series. But it's a little fleeting. Right, and as Fulton Sheen would um, would point out, th- th- those things that he he enumerated there, they don't last. That's right. And to, it's a perfect segue that the Archbishop gives us there into our last segment here, uh, and you can probably figure what's coming. Those of you who are listening, immersion, the immersion that we seek after, is immersion in none other than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, life in His body, and resurrection. You have your hand on Holy Scripture there, Father. Amen. You have something you want to share with us? First Peter chapter 4, verses 7 through 11, which coincidentally was the reading from this morning uh, in, uh, in the one-year lectionary that I've been using. And it goes like this. St. Paul writes, or St. Peter writes, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober, and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, couldn't say any better than he did. <laughs> you know, if, if we look at, at Kent, to kind of wrap it up, how do we immerse ourselves in Christ? Well, you had your hand on Scripture. That's obviously, that's a no-brainer. That we're, that we're, we're steeping our lives in the Word of God. 
I would pray that every every Christian listening uh, frequently partakes of the Word of God uh, and, and is is living uh, living in that, living within the body of Christ, which is His Church. That's right. Um, partaking of the grace of the sacraments, that life-giving grace, and again living life in in you know a life of worship, a life of fellowship with other Christians, uh, seeking after what is good, eschewing that which is evil. That's right. Yeah, do not do not let evil overcome good, but indeed overcome evil with good. Did I say that right? Amen. No, you did fine. Romans, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we're just coming up to 30 minutes here. Do we have any other closing comments on how we how we immerse ourselves in Christ or what? That's right. Well, I do. And 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 the biggest uh, thing I I I love uh, of course, Fulton Sheen. I've got a lot of his books. Uh, I love one of my favorite of his books is The Eternal Galilean. Did you know that uh, he was born in El Paso, Illinois? Illinois, yeah. yeah. How about that? Well, there's a movement to get his relic back from New York to Peoria. Did Amen. You know that? Oh, that'd be great. And there's a well, there's a bit of a hubbub or a, a brouhaha over that between the bishops of Peoria and what I forget which Western dies. New York. Yeah, something like that. He was yeah Syracuse, uh, wherever. Well, I think he was in Buffalo. If I'm El Paso, mistaken, though, yeah, sure. that's his home. Yeah. Um, but when he, you know, the idea of the eternal Galilean, at least the title, is that the message of our Lord Jesus Christ is eternal. Amen. It's not rooted in something that is in the past. It's not rooted in a new idea of the future. Today's right. today's fad. No, his message is eternal. It is timeless. And each and every person can find solace in it in whatever time, whatever the day they find themselves in. And they can be rooted and immersed in it, and they can see their lives transformed for the good. Amen. Uh, because our Lord Jesus Christ, his word is transformative. It's revolutionary in the lives of those who seek him through it. And uh, it is a powerful, powerful means uh, to be rooted and steeped in truth and to know and understand truth. Uh, Bishop Parsons, I remember him saying once, you are created for eternity. Amen. You know, the human is created for eternity. And if you, and I believe that. Bishop Parsons was of on course. the He was on the money. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, you think about that. Well, why would any anybody who is eternal, why would you want to immerse yourself in something that is fleeting and only of the moment? That's right. But rather we, we immerse ourselves in something that is eternal. That's right. For we are eternal in Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Padre. A good day. Another good, good one. Day. Another good praise one. God. Yeah, praise God. And we uh, thank all of you for tuning in this day once again, downloading, listening, subscribing, checking us out at qcaradio.com. And remember, we can get to us on so many different things. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter or Instagram. Give us a shout. We will shout back at you, won't we, Padre? Amen. And let us know. Kindly uh, shout. We'll back kindly at you. shout. We we do it with with gentle tones. That's right. That's right. That's without right. without pudding. There's no pudding. If uh, if anybody would like to take a photo of themselves eating their favorite uh, bowl of pudding and send it to us, we'll put that up on our website. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get any on your Ravens jersey. Amen. There we go, Padre. Would you like to? Uh, close us with prayer today. Mm, the Lord be with you. With thy spirit. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful time that we have together. We thank you for the platform that we can uh, come uh, and, and, and people could come and listen to what we have to say. Uh, we thank you for inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and we thank you, Lord God, that you have been with us. We ask now, Lord, that uh, as this goes forward into the world, 
Lord, that uh, it would not fall on deaf ears, that those who need to hear this would be strengthened. Lord, that they would turn their lives over completely to you in every way, that would be, they would be transformed, sanctified, and mortified by your word. And Lord, that, that indeed, that if they find themselves immersed in something other than your son, Jesus Christ, that you would give them the power through the Holy Spirit uh, to be able to extricate themselves or, or taken away from that. We pray that, uh, they, that all within earshot would find uh, peace, not through a video game, not through Facebook or some other social media thing, but through your Son and in his word. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen.